paid to buy a sponge. Yeah, Jaw Wobble's name is really like, stupid and funny, but it's all, I've also heard some interesting... Yeah, yeah he did stuff with like a, Her- Harold Budd and He Prime did Nino. a really cool right. album with uh, Holger Suke, too. Yeah. It's he, like a um, full circle or something. Or You know he didn't sure. do any cool albums with? Sure. John Lydon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe... So he was like know. an official like member of PIL? He was the bass player. Oh, okay. Yeah, For it was the whole him. Time? Keith Levine was a guitar player who was the original guitar player in the class. And then I don't know who played drums. I don't hate them that much. I just don't think they aged very well. Yeah, right. I don't like go back to them at all and be like. But I also kind of think that cool. Johnny Rotten's kind of a fucking douchebag. I do think it's really funny that he looks like the clown from Spawn now. Yeah. <laughs> That's really that funny. video of him like poking out of like a window or the picture of him poking With out of a window. Shirt yeah, on. he's wearing a MAGA shirt and like smoking a cigarette. And it's like, <laughs> whoa, that sucks so hard. Yeah, he's all fat and he's weird looking. He's giant. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's like the size of a fucking. And he's short too, so like the worst kind of fat. Yeah. Like he's like Stavros fat. What a monster. Little uh, Mike Wazowski ass motherfucker. <laughs> Who's Mike Wazowski? <laughs> From the uh, Monsters Inc. That little like eyeball oh, guy. <laughs> Doesn't he have a little butt too? I think so. Yeah. His name's Mike Wazowski. Yeah. Mike Wazowski. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of perverted. The, <laughs> yeah. the Pixar, or whatever the fuck it is. Cartoon. It's it's funny too because like in cartoons, whenever you have characters with butts. It's always characters where it's really inappropriate. Like it'll be little cherubic angels, so it's like kid butts, or it'll be like ponies, like cartoon ponies with like big thick butts, and you're just kind of like, "Who is this for?" Or like just any like SpongeBob and Patrick on SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. Like there's always this weird kind of like, it'll just be like every like fifth episode or something. It'll be a shot of like their butts. Do you think like that's why these the, weird like now? cubic like <laughs> thing that has like a little fucking butt cheek thing and Which they just totally Patrick Stars. Like, well, yeah, I mean, do you think sure. that? Yeah, but do you think that some of that stuff did like sexualize that group kids and then they grow up and like wanting to be furries and stuff? Maybe. Oh, one hundred percent. Maybe dude. I don't. Know. My Little Pony was probably responsible for more like sexual perversion than like. Yeah, the bronies was a thing before yeah. even furries suits, you know, and stuff. The bronies were just like, yeah. Yeah, I think that that is a problem, but also I was having this conversation with, so I'm not going to name any names, but a friend of ours and I were looking at the old Lola Bunny compared to the new Lola Bunny, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I showed it to our friend, and he's like, dude, that's fucked up, what are they doing? Like, she was so hot. And then another friend of ours came up and was like, no, that's like sexualizing like an animal, and that's what where we get furries and blah blah blah. Da, da, da. Yeah. But I was like, I'm not like a furry, and like most of the people I know aren't furries, so I don't know if that's really the. I don't no, know. I know, but it's like a, it's like that's why it's a perversion or a fetish, you know? Cause it's yeah. like you just you, you're like that one kid who like that catches your eye every time when the butt shows or whatever, or like yeah, so you have like a different relationship. Or rewind to that it. one again. That one's so funny or whatever. Yeah. KG Ballard said that in the future. Um, perversions and fetishes would be so specialized that the average person wouldn't recognize them as such right so maybe it's kind of like that i just kind of think everything's sort of sexualized and everything is getting more like niche like that in a lot of ways too like whether Mm -hmm. it's sexualized or not you know there's this like ever increasing more like kind of just like i'm this but not this 
I'm this, but also this. It's like you know? subcultures it's like, of subcultures. Yeah, subcultures. right. It's so funny to me to build an identity around being horny. <laughs> <laughs> like that's yeah. one of the funniest things what, I can think of. Are, are furries mainly into it for sexual reasons? Ask or, a furry. I don't know. Yeah, I, outside I, looking yeah. in, it looks like I just like feel that. like that's like a, the kind of more un... Like, the main, not the main part per se. Like I guess, like as it got more popular, it's probably like you know, it's fandom and stuff like that. There's yeah. all the dressing up. There's like that whole thing, which but it's is kind of the unsaid, like it, the reason most people. I think to some game. degree, I think there's like a yeah, an erotic role playing element yeah. of it for sure. I wouldn't doubt that. Just because I haven't met like <clears throat> many furries in my life, so I just don't really. No, me neither. I mean, yeah. I think everything's erotic role playing on some level. No, like, for if you sure. dress yeah. up for a ballroom dance, yeah, you're, you're playing a sexual character or something. Like we're sexual beings. I mean, yeah. except for the lucky few who aren't. Yeah, no, like, it's it's if anything, you know. it's just weird. <laughs> if yeah, it's like not that the really? sex things are bad or like oh, it's like ooh, like it's just like the like the ways in which we decide to like to obfuscate our sexuality. Mm-hmm. That it like whatever like kind of more raw libidinal energy is being kind of sublimated and channeled and like directed into these, these fantasies, right? Uh, it's like become more and more. Uh, I mean, like I would say, objectively bad. You know, yeah. Just, no, yeah, it's objectively bad. Like we need to yeah. use a cartoon figure. And you guys ever meet an asexual people? An asexual person? Uh, I feel, uh, yeah, I think yeah, like maybe a couple. Like, I um. I made out with this one girl that later told me she was asexual. She was just trying to let but, you down softly. Yeah, no, but, yeah, <laughs> that was a like, soft. Mm, that was a soft goodbye. Yeah, like, uh, I, I want to believe you, but that it meant seems nothing way to me. Convenient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, you could have just told me you're not into me. But no, she was really just like, yeah, I just don't really have a sex drive. Like, I love like romantic stuff and whatever, and sure. like, I really like having a partner, but I just don't have any kind of sex drive. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, that's fine, but I don't want to do this anymore that's cool i do <laughs> see you later though i mean if you want to play checkers or chinese checkers sometime that's, that's yeah. Fun. <laughs> yeah chinese checkers is better than checkers colin's not gonna get friend zoned fuck that shit um, i am playing fucking checkers yeah. no bitch. <laughs> i would play i actually prefer friendships i have right. an asexual streak in me because i do i i do have an it's not that i'm not a sexual being i like you talked about this before yeah yeah it's just i mean i uh I am definitely not as sexual as like a lot of my male counterparts in the sense that I'm always out there trying to conquest. Like I, I don't go on dates. I mean, that's its own you know? kind of yeah, pathology in itself totally. too, yeah. though. It's not right. really just like a natural, like I always need to be like Pursuing, searching for someone and right. like, you know, on the hunt and the prowl. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Which, I, so I mean, a lot of guys do at least identify like that, right? Or like, that's the way that they like, again, like kind of obfuscate their feelings and be like, yeah, man, let's fucking go down there and fucking look for some, look for some, you know, some get some tail. Yeah, right. I know people in my family who would fuck a stop sign if it had tits, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not like that. <laughs> but that being said, I do have a libido. I do also feel weird talking about it because two of the things I don't like to ever publicly share is anger or horniness. Mm-hmm. It's it's been a long standing policy. That's where of you mine. draw the line. <laughs> yeah. the two lines: anger and horniness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, you've never displayed anger or you try not to display i don't say anger, never though. say never like i'm not a perfect being like mm-hmm. i definitely get angry in public sometimes get horny in public but, yeah i probably i definitely <laughs> have been angry in it's public. a little more often than <laughs> no i've been angry in public more more commonly than horny in public yeah i don't like Do you get to strip clothes very much <clears throat> no only to deliver food when i was a kid 
And I've been dragged to strip clubs. <laughs> okay, that was and the I weirdest response. Yeah, only to deliver food. <laughs> yeah, well, door dashing. I mean, like nineteen, yeah, twenty. I, on bike when I lived in New Orleans, yeah. I used to oh, deliver. Oh, okay, that's no. I when was, I was like a, I was hey, looking miss, more miss, like, open up, yeah. open up, missus. You kind of try to catch a glimpse or what? I was looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen naked women my entire life because I was raised by hippies. I used to like. I mean, I used to be around naked people all the time. So at a very young age, the the mystery was completely. Mm-hmm. No, totally. Yeah, it Same. wasn't particularly interesting. It was like going oh. to the nude beach and be like, "Whoa!" I went to um, friends. I went to one strip club in Portland, and it was like really gnarly. It's called Casa Diablo, uh-huh. and it's like docks in here. <laughs> well, no, it's a really like it's cool if you're into just like what strip does Casa clubs, Diablo mean? <laughs> <laughs> cool place in Spanish, for, actually. For our um, listeners who don't speak French. But, um, but I went with uh, my cousin who had a bunch of money on him, and he was just trying to spend money, so he dragged me and my brother there. My cousin did that to me once, too, yeah. And he was like, all right. And a really genius thing about this strip club is they only give you $2 bills. So you go in, and you have to use the ATM or get cash from them or change from them, and they'll only give you $2 bills. So when you're tipping the girls, you're always giving $2 instead of $1. Uh-huh. But, um, Diabolical. So, <laughs> so my cousin got like a... Uh, a bunch of money and he was just like i'll treat you guys like i'll buy you drinks so like we could all pay for the dances like whatever and i this is my second time in a strip club and i was just like i like i don't really know what to expect like i don't really like strip clubs like i've been to one before and i was mm-hmm. like i'm not really into it and um it was really gnarly like this one chick got up on stage and had like a suitcase full of dildos that kind of grew in size nice. and so there were two stages so one warm-up stage where she was using just normal sized dildos and she got into the main stage and she was just using these what? giant dildos. Oh my God. stage and... with the batter's bullpen? Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> Before she just goes out on a fucking... Yeah, I like, like that. really wild. goes that's for it. Okay. But So that gives you the vibe of what this place was like. Right. But So <laughs> I was like sitting at like the warm-up stage because I was just like, all right, I guess I'm here. This is what you do. Uh-huh. And I was like tipping this girl and I ran out of money. And this other girl came by and she was like dancing and like looking at me. And I was like, yeah, like, I, like, I didn't know what to do. So I was holding my hands. So I was just like, yeah. And, um, and then she, uh, was eventually like, oh, okay, I know. And then she like just shoved her face in my ass and started twerking on my face. Uh, you mean you, she shoved your face in her ass. You just had it backwards. She shoved her face her ass and my face thank oh, you shit. all right because that's so much no, funnier right. if it was no, the other right. way around no, 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 no. she shoved she's her like i know what you want she shoved her ass in my face okay sorry Ooh, somebody's been eating but, uh, because i think she thought i was like oh give me more and then i'll tip you but i was just like i don't have any fucking oh, money nice. and i don't want to leave like sit on my face sit yeah my face, and yeah. then of it she got up and i was trying to get the attention of my cousin I'm like give me more money give me but i <laughs> like he wasn't paying attention then she just like got down. She's like, "You're fucking weird," and walked away. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you made her mad. Nice. How funny would it be if instead of giving out two dollar bills, they gave out three dollar bills with the owner's face on them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that right. Was, that was how crazy that some, place was. Some uh, yeah, cartoon town money. I do have a strip club story. I my friend. I have a really horny friend. Or at least he was when we were kids. I'm not gonna name him, but he was like. <laughs> Kids again, home. 19 or kids or yeah, teenagers. Yeah, I've known him, I've met him in high school, but so you say kids, I just think like 10. <laughs> yeah, me too. That would be a child. Come on, you've never heard the colloquialism. Yeah, back when we were kids, anyway, whatever. When I was a teenager, so I turned 18, I was living in San Francisco, right? And my friend was like, dude, we gotta go to the Lusty Lady. 
I was like, well, we don't. And he was like, yeah, well, you do, because you just turned 18. Now you can go in. And I was like, all right. And it's a coin-operated strip club. And it was, he's like, dude, and we, he had like good politics. So he was like, it's owned by the late, it's owned by the ladies. <laughs> so it's like, it's unionized and they own it. It's worker owned. And I was like, okay. So, so let's, so the way it operates, it's like a coin-operated sleazy aquarium where you go into a booth and you put coins in and this thing slides down oh, yeah. and you look through the window and you're about neck level, right? And then it's like a half circle and you're in there and you, presumably you're beaten off. And so my buddy's like, all right, come on, let's do it. And uh, so I'm like, he's stoked. He's like 100% like balls to the wall. And I'm just like skeptical at best, you know? And so he drags me in there and I go get coins and he may have given me some, but I doubt it. And, and, and I pop some coins in and the little thing comes down. And I'm looking through this thick-ass glass at these two incredibly bored chicks who are, like, talking about their, like, midterms at, like, community college and, like, flashing their <laughs> to people. Nice. And then I look across, and it's a half circle, so you can kind of see, and my buddy's just waving at me. And the other hand is, like, not, <laughs> oh. you know, and, but you only see from, yeah. like, you know, mid You can see the, the, shoulder, the shoulder movement. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, he's having a good time. And then I was like, this is too funny to me. Yeah. I can't do this. And so like my, my screen went up when I, ran, when I didn't have any coins. So I went out in the lobby and there's this guy who runs the front, right? And he does like announcements. He's like basically the DJ as well as the bouncer because it's a tiny operation. We were there on like 11 a.m. on like a Wednesday. It was awful or something. You know, they just opened. <laughs> and so he's like, and just a reminder, there's no action. And I mean, no action going on in the hallways. And I'm like, look, I'm just, I get it. I'm getting personally called out here, but I'm just waiting for my friend and bust a nut so we can go out and do something fun in San Francisco. And then he's like, also, one more thing. One man to a booth and, ah, oh, damn it. And then he just like goes into the hallway and he busts this booth open and there's these two Mexican dudes and they're just beating off together. And he's like, I said one to a booth. I've had to kick you guys out of here before. And he like kicks them out. Wow. And I'm just standing there watching the spectacle. And then finally my friend like comes out. He's all sweaty. He's all, oh, man. Hey, did you bust already? <laughs> I was just like, dude, let's get the fuck <laughs> so out of here. That was quick, man. Damn. And so then we left. And in the, in, in the uh, uh, sidewalk gutter, I found a pair of uh, glasses. Like, <laughs> and I used those glasses as my uh, trick in the, in the mission district to purchase alcohol because my friend said when i put them on i look distinguished so <laughs> like would, seeing glasses yeah that, okay yeah but they were nice glasses they uh -huh. were like kind of horn rimmed and expensive uh -huh. so i put them on and i would go into like the mission um liquor store and be like uh pretend to be british be like nice. I'm there you go. vodka, and just buy it and then they wouldn't card me sometimes and if they asked for it i'd be like oh i left it back at the hostel and yeah. sometimes they'd still sell it to me and that's that's my strip club story it's kind of Kind of not much. What about you, Kit? Have you been to many I've never been clubs? to a strip club before. Ooh. Not even the tip top? No, not the tip club. Never no. been to the, there was, the tip top? I've never been to the there tip was top. A, there was one in like the in San Jose that some of my friends would go to. I forget what it's called. The Pink Lady, maybe, or something like that. I don't know. I never made it out there. Because it was like girls from my high school who ended up doing that going there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Discriminatory. Uh, all ladies are pink. Yeah, right. They come in all kinds of tones. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. What I mean, I feel like at the tip top, it'd be like if you grew up here and you went to oh, the tip top, sure. you'd just be like, "Oh yeah, I went to high school with that chick." Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like, Weren't we in a trim scene together? Yeah. yeah or right, even right. like, oh, that girl's in my community college class. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Not much. You want to talk about the paper? Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Yeah, it's probably yeah. I mean, tip top would actually probably be like chillish. I don't know. Probably not. But I mean, I I'm not like it. I'm not like looking in or wanting to go. I've had but... like friends that have gone just for like amateur night or whatever, and it's pretty mellow. It seems like it's just like, like, like mellow as far as like, like that goes. Yeah, yeah. it's that... not like super sleazy or like. This right. is three pretty unhorny guys talking about shit. Like, if you get if you were to get a group of my friends <laughs> together at random, apart from I mean the three of us, you gotta you know, go to the tip top on Sunday night, man. No, no, no. <laughs> like if you were to like from New Orleans to. New York to San Francisco or whatever, like the different people I've known over the time, you know, between the three of us, there's never went to a strip club, went to one reluctantly, got a butt put in his face. Yeah. And then <laughs> I went to one when I turned 18, 20 years ago. I mean, ago. that wasn't really a strip club though. That's like a weird. You were at a sex club. Yeah. That was a weird jerk off But station. I mean, like I've had friends who are so like demented and horny. It's like, yeah, I mean, there's strip clubs I'm not allowed to go to anymore. Like, you know, like. <laughs> the strip clubs yeah. I've been like, kicked out of the strip club is like a diabolical yeah, level Yeah, I mean that same cousin that took us to that one strip club we went to another one a year later um, it was a pretty like popular one in Portland it was just more of like a bar to like hang out at but we got kicked out because he slapped one of the strippers asses and the master was like you can't, you can't do, do that, that. Can't do that. we were with his girlfriend too that was <laughs> she's like go to strip clubs she's like, oh, I know you shit, can't do not that. again yeah. no, that's what she said god yeah. put a ring on that <laughs> one this one sounds like a match made in heaven yeah good lord <laughs> those two belong to each other um no they're great yeah i say hilarious i'm not a prude like i i am not offended nor am i like frightened or weirded out by these things i i, I fine i'm glad they exist i remember i remember walking through the red district in amsterdam when i was there also 18 years old uh-huh. and looking at the prostitutes also in an aquarium style setting i was gonna say it's like yeah more like that style yeah they stand in like windows yeah and they right had all types like of body all, like, types storefronts right you're just like walking down the street mm-hmm. yeah and i just had to go because i know i was really high of course that's another thing there and i was super high because i've been smoking <laughs> hash joints all day and i'm just walking through and like it was definitely like a little funhouse mirror experience. Like there was some weird looking women. I mean, Europeans are already weird looking to the American eye. Mm-hmm. And then you just throw in like different sexual appetites that one might have. <laughs> yeah. Tiny women, big women, you know? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. All kinds of Take women. Take your pick. Take your pick. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, I didn't go to, a. this would be fun. I didn't go into any of the bordellos. How funny would it be if I was like, no, I've never been to a strip club. I do go to a lot of whorehouses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's there's just not a, my thing. You know, there, there's some stripping going just on. Just straight to the point. Kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel like that makes more sense, though. I'm, I've never been with a sex worker in a, in a transactional way. Yeah. But I feel like if, and nothing against it again, I just, it's not for me, but like, I feel like if you, you know what I mean? Like, why go to the buffet just to smell the wings, baby? <laughs> 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 That's right. Yeah. I would I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, it's, like yeah, it's, it's kind of treated as this like lighthearted event. By you just a lot jerk of off on the floor, just, like what is that? Is well, that what your I friend mean, did? You know, like just, just come on the floor, or is it somewhere designated for you to come? Is that no, supposed to I even think, happen? I, I think whoever has to clean those—that's probably why the guy in the front was mad. Right? He's, he's like, like, I gotta fucking clean this. I thing. designate that one room for that. I go in there and hose it down. <laughs> and now you're gonna come out in the hall. Kicking yeah. out the two guys who were in the same room together cracked <laughs> me up so fucking hard. I was hoping they were like. Having like a real party, like smoking crack or something. Yeah, like, is it because it's like crazy. cheaper? Like they were just trying to get like a room, and it's like let's, let's like split oh, the yeah. cost. We'll turn back, back. Yeah, and then yeah. you get to like stare at these chicks in the meantime, which is hilarious for something that but, literally costs quarters. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, I was talking about more about just strip clubs in general. I feel like are kind of like 
this lighthearted thing people would be like totally. oh yeah it's like yeah let's bring all the boys out to his trip club or yeah, something or my girlfriend but like too, that right. where it's like kind of like more of a jerk off Station. That place was dark and seedy. Yeah, that's not like a. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, let's just bring all the boys. And I don't out. know. <laughs> First of all, I don't know if the lusty ladies still around. Nice. And I don't. And if they are, I mean, they were very popular for a while because I think they were the first strip club that like were worker owned in the city. And I don't know if they're currently like that either. I just that's what they were sure. like. You know, I'm a, I'm almost forty years old, so this is like twenty years ago. Yeah. And like. Well, in a sense, I mean, that's like probably. Maybe for the for the performer or something, it's kind of like she's like, I want to be like behind this glass. Like I don't want like dudes like groping totally, yeah, at me because this, this is already like, a seedy ass place or neighborhood, yeah. and the kind of clientele who come in here, I like, can't keep their hands to themselves. Oh, those or something. chicks, they were the safest people in the fucking block. <coughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like nobody. Right. <laughs> right. They're like the, they're like the fucking uh, the uh, the convenience store worker behind bulletproof glass. No one can touch them. Yeah, you know, but. And I liked their thing. Like, it seemed like, cool, you're working your way. You actually are going through college. I heard them talking about finals. You yeah. Know? It made a big impression on me because, like, totally. I feel like also it's a weird thing to be around strippers who are older than you because I was a kid, whether, you know, I was 18. I don't think they were teenagers, you know? And it was just one of those things where you just kind of, like... But not that much older than you, really. No, no, they were probably, like, in their 20s. Just given that yeah. they're talking about community yeah. college and stuff. But yeah, that, exactly. Like that, that's weird, too. That's, that's like, yeah. a, a realization of sorts. Or like, oh, like these people are just, like, basically, like, anyone. Like, I've been know. to that strip club in fucking Atlanta that's crazy. What's the name of it? It starts with a C. It's in the basement of a hotel. My brother dragged me there. I got blackout drunk. <laughs> oh, Casablanca. No, you're, gonna, you're doing that fucking thing where you name a thing and then I can't think of it. Someone's going to say, all right, so, someone in our listenership out there, it's an infamous strip club in Atlanta where it's literally oh. like one-legged strippers, strippers who are like really obese, strippers who are like in their 50s and 60s. You can't take any pictures there. The Claremont. Oh, my God. And this was a really <laughs> terrible time that happened. Because my brother usually was down, but when you go, we played a show in Atlanta with the one of my old bands, Pony Killer, and we'd spent the whole day drinking with the opening band in this giant cemetery in the middle of Atlanta. It's really awesome. It's like the size of a small city. A lot of Confederate graves and just old history shit. We've been drinking whiskey in the hot, hot sun. We played a fucking God. set. We got paid, and the Claremont was across the street. My brother had a... Um, and I won't say which brother it is just so that he doesn't get doxxed because this is a rough story. Yeah. But he had a job interview in the morning. We were all staying at his house, right? And he lived in one of the suburbs of Atlanta, Lawrenceville. And so he was sleeping it off in the van while we were in the strip club and people were getting dirty. And he calls me and I have one of those little tiny, you know, cheap mobile phones from the 2000s and he's got this super defeated voice he's all calling i need to get home <laughs> i don't know how to drive the van and i was just like i'll come i'll come get you buddy so what had happened was he'd woken up searing fucking whiskey hangover from drinking in the sun all day Ugh, he, he hadn't been living that's... in the south as long as i had right? right so he hadn't quite gotten used to the the long haul of it yeah. so he was just brutal right uh -huh. he's got this fucking job interview in the morning he is looking for something to drink. He reaches for a bottle and takes his swig, and it's my piss bottle. Oh, my God. Oh. And so he is brutalized. And so I, I, I'm i like, dude, I will drive you home. I'm so sorry. So I drive him home. I leave the other two shitheads in my band in the Claremont. <laughs> they end up going home with this rich chick and having a three-way with her in her mansion <laughs> and telling me this crazy story. And 
it, I, it's a whole other thing, but I, I didn't get into that sort of shit. That's another thing, too, my lack of public horniness. All my years in a band, I never slept with a groupie. I, I've been well, playing... because you were taking care of your brother who was drinking your piss the whole time, so you, you, yeah, you, can't, every... you can't go and hook up yeah. with someone. No, literally you're... every time on tour it came up, I'd just be like, oh, no. God damn it, not again. Damn it, my, my brother found my doo-doo box, and he thought it was something else. No, it, but I, so yeah, I've never, I never slept with groupies. I, and years in playing and music it just never was something that wasn't the reason why i played music so anyway so i gave him a ride home and yeah and, and the boys had a fucking night together and never been in a three-way either apparently that happened with those fellas boy yeah boy oh boy we used to joke about it on the on, my drummer and i would be like we would tell other bands about our we'd make up a sexual thing <laughs> we'd be like yeah dude last night in austin we met this hot chick and and she was like down for both of us and we were just like you know both just like banging her and like 20 minutes in we realized that she left a while ago but it was so fucking hot man and just like you see how long you can go with that before someone's like wait what nice yeah dude you know you just get kind of hard sometimes oh, jesus christ yeah. I mean, i'm not a prude about it i'm just not really i don't really want to be horny like that i like joking about being horny yeah it's never been my th or at least the strip club thing has definitely never been my thing really had kind of whoa yeah. weird experiences there but <laughs> I feel like it's kind of more of like a bar kind of like environment for a lot of people too yeah no, totally. where you can kind of just like hang out and have that I mean <laughs> I guess my mind is poisoned by the Sopranos too by just seeing the way that they treat the bada bing the Sopranos yeah totally why what's wrong with that well, I mean, just the way that I view like strip clubs, where I'm just like, yeah, it's just like a bar where people hang out and talk and exchange yeah. ideas, exchange you know? <laughs> yeah. you know? ideas, business plans, and yeah, things. like yeah. some business arrangements. Yeah. Usually, one of the yeah. pregnant strippers gets beaten to death yeah. by one of the associates in the in the parking lot. Yeah, you know, you there's uh, you lose a couple, you gain a couple. Things, yeah. Uh... Mm -hmm. yeah, that was brutal. I like how that was one of those things where it's kind of like the Game of Thrones controversy, where people are like. Can you believe these like brutal scenes? It's like, yeah, Game of Thrones is like is set in a brutal, horrifying world where people do absolutely unspeakable shit to each other. <laughs> Ditto the Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, can you believe that Ralph Cifredo? Yeah, I can. He's a he's a sociopath. He's a psycho. Yeah. Yeah, he beat a woman to death. Of course he did. Like, what do you fucking well, why is HBO showing it? Because it's a fucking mob show. Watch something else if you don't want to watch this. Yeah. Watch like one of the like eight thousand like runway drag shows or something. What is kind of yeah? What's the explanation for that? What's, you, I mean, what's the explanation like? What like now? Because I feel like it's like the censorship or like that angle is from like a different crowd right now. Obviously, mm -hmm. like, what's their what's their reasoning? I don't like. I don't even know if it is like well mapped out. It's just kind of well, like, the last one that people got really upset with was a rape scene in um in uh, Game of Thrones. And I don't really want to get into the politics of that too much because right, I understand right. people being upset about that. But I also am kind of like. This is a show that has like people getting skinned alive, people getting their genitals removed. Sure, it's like it, it, it's there's, a violent yeah. show. There's like, a fine line between also gratuitous screen violence or whatever media violence. Yeah, and like, why is this being shown or whatever? I mean, right. I guess, but I but also yeah. kind of like, yeah, for the most part, <clears throat> I guess like Sopranos especially, it's kind of like this is the way that it is. Yeah, like, I mean, and why would you can't, you're not going to depict the realism even, of it? You're going to do. I wouldn't even say totally. it's gratuitous. It's like yeah. I think it's more about like right, like what, like you were saying, like what 
can be shown or what should be shown or something. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. I mean, yeah, like the Ralph Cifaretto scene is like perfect example because it's like, yeah. why like point out how this, you know, woman got like murdered so brutally and like have that whole scene. And it's like, because that happens. Like right. there's this yeah, kind this of violence is, in the world, you know. And the moral condemnation is, yeah. is upon the characters that are the bad guys. Right? Yeah. Like it's like, and you have to realize, such a misinterpretation I mean, that's the, the whole, that's the genius of the show too, where it's like, yeah. The protagonist, you hate the protagonist. You, yeah, know, you right. hate everybody Supposed in the show. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's yeah, like, and, yeah. And the woman is completely disposable. The big argument that they get in is whether it was appropriate for Tony to punch Ralph for what he did. Yeah, like, like the whole murder yeah, is not like, even like thought about. She's right. a child like, inside the drama of her. I mean, it's like, jeez. Right. Yeah, right. it's really brutal. I like the idea of um, people getting all angry about the controversy and, and rightly so or whatever with Game of Thrones and it's like graphic depictions and me just being like, yeah, man, I can't fucking... It's just driving me crazy, you know, as I'm stopping it and going in slow motion, piece by, and they're like, wait, are you talking about the rape scene? Well, rape scene? No, I fast forward to that. I'm trying to see a dragon dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't show a single dragon dick in that entire thing, and I, uh, that's, that's I'm opposed up. to that. I mean, no, I don't enjoy watching that. I don't think it's but, something that, I don't think it's really revolutionary to say something like that, but no, I, I, yeah. well, I guess what I'm trying to say is, Maybe it's something that could be expected in a show that's depicting a world that has like a complete dearth of morality. It's <laughs> right. horrifying, you know, Probably. like that might just be a thing. Which again, gets into this fandom thing, you know what I mean? It's like, why, why do you like, because I'm gonna, I was gonna dress up as that character, but now I can't because they're problematic or something. You know what I mean? Kind of like every uh-huh. character in that show is so fucking problematic. <laughs> but it's kind of like that's almost like the, the I'm like I'm kind of shorthanding it, you know. But like that's there's a weird like identification with characters yeah. and then like the need for those characters to be like identifiable for the person who wants to participate as if they are them. Mm-hmm. So if they're like messed up or weird. Like that's like a varying degree, you know, yeah, right? Especially with a show like that too. Where it's yeah, like, sure, totally, you know, totally. I mean, but that's man. interesting with like mm-hmm. thinking about like the brony kind of phase where it's like <laughs> there's like no problem with identifying with like yeah. those characters. I mean, there are a lot of problems, but like I mean, morally, <laughs> yeah, if you were <laughs> if you were into that, like morally, there's no qualm at all. It's just kind of like, well, these are like agents of joy, so it's like, yeah, I'll identify with these things versus oh yeah, totally. Like someone like in game i don't know game of thrones but like a character that's super flawed where it's like i want to identify with them but they're still problematic like or they're, right. they're all of these kinds which of usually like isn't the thing either she's going into me yeah. like accepting their morality that's really something. yeah totally that's like a role cast for like young girls as they're growing up right to be like or like so you can kind of identify with like some like a weird girl i was just watching a movie like the other day that's like very 90s tropes and it's like the girl who's like the bookworm girl with the big glasses mm-hmm. who's cute but you know she doesn't realize until a guy sees her kind of thing uh and then like but Clark the, Kent, she takes the glasses <clears throat> off and it's superman all of a sudden right or then like but yeah the thing with the man is like to be like oh tony montana is sick dude or like uh you know the, like identifying with the bad guy like unwitt- unwittingly right and then like and then they become toxic as a result or something and, like yeah. they're like whole like misguided become jokerfied yeah right now they're jokerfied because they realized that, that was a whole they missed like they missed the story <laughs> it's kind of the thing yeah the joker's like the like the apotheosis of it because it's kind of like dude the joke was on you guys you're like you fucking idiots like you're like meatheads like you thought that this was what you were supposed to do like no 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 guy not paying attention this is yeah. my impression what's wrong with tony montana he was a great quarterback <laughs> next <Hell yeah. laughs> next topic next topic yeah. I do think there's something really funny in like the dumb guy mythos of just being super into the first like two acts of Scarface 
and just like disregarding <laughs> the last part of it. There's totally. something kind of great about that. No, there is. I mean, that's like a, that's like one of where it's, it's almost stupid okay. As hell, but it's know, like, but, but there's way worse versions of that now in the world. You know, as far as like bad guy characters. And I mean, I don't know what's Arnold Schwarzenegger's kill count in the movie Commando, or what's Rambo's kill count. But in... I mean, Rambo is like a, like the first Rambo. No, I'm talking about the late. I was about to say Later, in anything but... other than First Blood, yeah. which is actually like that's a great one. The politics are like die. He's like more like Billy Joe, right. Billy Jack. Pardon me. The uh, politics are like diametrically opposed to yeah. what the later stuff is. It's like left wing right. comment true. on, <laughs> you know, uh, police authority overreach and the way that you know, uh, I guess veterans are treated and homeless people are treated. I mean, mm-hmm. plus he throws a guy off a cliff, which is pretty cool, <laughs> or tricks a guy to fall off a cliff. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen First Blood. It's my favorite in the series. It is really great. But you're right. No, it, yeah. it totally switches to be like just complete like jarhead style like yeah destroy yeah and it's interesting like i guess now that's where oh i mean i don't really know a lot of people that think like this but i feel like a lot of the country kind of does look up to people like i mean in a fancy way yeah yeah, i feel like kids not so much like rambo even like the newer movies like i feel like they would just kind of be like whatever but like something there was only a generation i mean i was part of that generation gi joe's and shit it's like the guns i played gun the gun game which is me running around like an unloaded bb gun and like shooting my friends with it you know Mm -hmm. i got you like that was like like, that was cool because it was very realistic because it's like otherwise it was it was a toy gun it would have been stupid it's yeah. like we needed it to be like so much more real or something. No, you gotta, no. You gotta take that little like that little <clears throat> orange tab at the end and pull that sucker off and yeah. paint it. No, I mean they definitely tried to like but, militarize our generation a lot, you know. Yeah. No and I think now it's like interesting like seeing like a lot of the big blockbuster movies are kind of like more geared toward like the intelligence community and stuff. Like totally. even, like the born identity like stuff mm-hmm. and Jack Ryan or whatever. Even like, in the way the Marvel like, stuff. And the Marvel is. movies are totally like totally informed by the military. Totally helped out. Well, they're by like the yeah, that mix of both of the hybridization of kind of like yeah. hardcore like old school military and on also like you say intelligence kind of stuff of like yeah. hey, it's a it's a group of kind of outsiders or people who are like different, you know, mutants and or whatever. And but they're all like cunning and powerful in their own way, and they all like bring together all these different attributes that makes together this really like incredible yeah. crew, right? And that's a whole thing, like a squad, right? Squad up, like right. it's like it, like the way in which like the let's think about this today, just like the way in which like slang comes to be kind of like this weird like archetypical representation of squad. the times, you know, and like the logos almost so to speak, as it like as changes over time, and like it sucks. I mean, I, I hate slang often in terms of like it becomes like same with the other day. It sounds like a kind of old school gripe too. It's like, but. Yeah, it's like an old man problem. Yeah, it's an old it's, man problem, but it's just kind of like, but it, I feel like it has lost something to it in the sense of being like, it do, it's it does say less than it thinks yeah. it does. Like it thinks it's all being like encapsulating, like old slang it, to me is like you're encapsulating something, yeah. like a bunch with a short, it's like a shorthand. Yeah, but and it's new like, slang is like not like that. It's just kind of like a, a throw, a, you throw it, and it's just like this generalization, and it's just like you don't know if the other person's going to really get it or not. Yeah, but, and it's just like disseminated throughout like everyone like the culture at large the right. internet so it's Memes, just like yeah it's it a meme so like, it changes so much more cha- like yeah, yeah fluctuations like, it doesn't are have so to mean like what was that chuggy you guys are all chuggy you know you guys are looking pretty oh, chuggy yeah, yeah, the, yeah like, that, like, that's was a, like, that was one where like, this like, is like manufactured again like, by articles who? about it right this is manufactured by like who i don't like it's like good good i mean i mean because it's been america's been in decline my whole lifetime but like it definitely became noticeable at around the time i started becoming an adult oh yeah like legally speaking like you know 9 11 whatever all that after that but um 
like my feeling about America is just like everyone's priorities about what they get really concerned about and what we talk about a lot is sort of like way off. Like, yeah, maybe kids don't have like the hyper violent movies that I grew up with, but like they have Fortnite where you dress up like a brony, but you do murderous things to each other and then you <laughs> yeah. then you tease the person who died. Also with these weird like you know? futuristic like you weapons them. a lot of the time. Yeah, okay, exactly. Or at least in like um like Overwatch and stuff. Like right. Oh yeah. So like, the mech. Yeah. Kind of so it's just it's stuff. overkill. It's just mega kill, you know? Yeah. And and which is fine. But it's like cartoonified, like you it's say. It's cartoonified. It's like it's like which is if anything kind of horrifying. Yeah, because every now and, and then it's like, yeah. yeah. But then I you know I invite being the sort of like out of touch old person because I've literally always felt that way in right. a sense it's a it's a it's a way to remain relevant in a larger cultural sense because a lot of this stuff is dumb fads that come and go and and the, one of the great thing about culture being so ADHD is that if someone gets super offended by something you can just hide out for a minute <laughs> and they will have forgotten very quickly I've, right. I've done this in real life um and so <laughs> I, I kind of think that like America in general is like culturally shot in the head and what is happening right now is we're just hearing the echo yeah. In the skull chamber, well, <laughs> you know the yeah. fucking blood floods to the old, mm -hmm. you know synapse connections that have been like fired out, and the meat hole fills with liquid. <laughs> it's a really gruesome thing to say, but this is what it feels like. It just feels like everything's just sort of like reverberating inside of like a dying thing. Yeah, that's very true. So, listen to U.S. <laughs> Maple Kids. Makes sense. <laughs> Put a oh, U.S. Yeah. Maple song on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. My coworker shipped me that. Band. Have you ever listened to that band, uh -uh. U.S. Maple? No. Sounds like Pretty the singer great, sounds like dude. he was shot in the head. It's yeah, just, it's just like brutal, really weird. this weird <laughs> creeping kind of like. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's Interesting. like insane sounding. <laughs> All right, you guys. I don't know. You want to take a quick break and then maybe we'll do another little section, or you got more to talk about? I think that this is kind of nice. Break time sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> section for the patreon <laughs> the patreon fans so uh mixed news right now a little bit of good news a little bit of bad news uh no it's all good news we are in the podcast rankings at number 187,000 in terms of listenership <coughs> that's better than 186,999 I'm not going to look into the math, but the point being, um, you are, you and numbers, you and numbers, this numbers guy I'm really here. good with numbers. I mean, <laughs> no, I if the know. numbers get smaller. It's better. Never mind. Oh, right. oh no. Okay. So uh, I'm not going to stop go it. That. Stop it. We'll move <laughs> He's on. He's a numbers guy. I mean, don't, you know, but check this out in terms I like of numbers, man, in terms of regional <laughs> <Beautiful mind. laughs> sports fishing programs in Northern Northeastern California, which we're not actually in, but whatever. We're number 75. So that's only double digits, baby. Nice. Rod Carmichael show. Hey, at least we're not that's something 70, to celebrate. That's something to celebrate. Six. 2021. Um, we are talking about uh, Vince Neal in Motley Crue uh, and how he's never had to face any real <laughs> like consequences for his behavior, including 
pulling a complete Ryan Dunn um, and crashing his vehicle with the dude from Hanoi Rocks in it into like a telephone pole and killing that guy and then just walking away with like community service or something. Nice. Like he walked away from a Ryan Dunn. That's crazy in and of itself. I think his what the worst thing that happened was his daughter was born with some kind of like congenital disease and died, which is rough. Was that related to the accident or that's just no? Kinda... I'm just saying in general the worst thing in his life that's happened. Oh, like there okay. might have been some sort of like karmic reshifting where it's mm-hmm. just like, dude, I'm sorry, we got to put this on the kid. <laughs> karmic <laughs> reshifting. You know, I don't. I don't know. Transmigration. I, I don't yeah, know how yeah. these things fucking work. Transition is my my daughter's account. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, hey, ultimate boomer move. Hey, ultimate right, boomer move. Much, hey, can I just put my karma on the shoulder of my child? Yeah, let's make a deal. I, I really don't want to go to jail. Can you just kind of make my kid kind of fucked up or something? <laughs> Dude, boomers are biblical. They fucking like translate their sin to the next generations. Yeah. And right. yeah, is that a biblical? Oh, so that's actually something that came up. I saw on the timeline or something. Is that a biblical idea? Is is the idea of like sin as a genetic inheritance biblical, or is that like is that like some weird heretical kind of? Uh, I mean, no. I mean, in, in the sense, if you from a Catholic perspective, or who? I don't know. Well, I guess because uh, like if you want to go with the Old Testament and the Jews, it's like people. There's all kinds of people getting punished for all kinds of shit. It is like, like genetic. It's inheritance style. Like King David was a blood, shithead. Blood inheritance, and he. Yeah. The people around him suffered for his shitheadery. You That's know what I mean? His, yeah. But in terms of like Catholics, it's like the, the whole idea was resolved by St. Augustine, who essentially said that original sin existed back to Adam and Eve right. and that we're all born with it. Mm-hmm. It's like we're all born in the veil of sin. So, so like, it's not like passing on like some no, kind of... No, it's not some, like a gene. Yeah. It becomes the eyeless karmic. Like, I mean, like the Canaanites saying, like, were Someone hated. who did something and then like their bloodline is cursed so to speak almost like it, that kind of goes away with that too because i mean that can still exist within the sin thing but it means like the sin thing kind of overrides that to some degree. i mean we can talk well, about the walls been... of jericho and and the the horn blowing it down and killing everything that moved and the canaanites and all that uh-huh. there is definitely a sense of genocide in the old testament but no, i think yeah. a lot of the old testament doesn't need to be understood literally no yeah i just mean that I, the rich I, I feel like um yeah i mean i don't i don't I think in a lot of like uh, Christian faiths, it's more like that kind of like punishments just carried out in the afterlife. I would imagine. Well, that's yeah, but I think that was a later, like somewhat, somewhat. Well, sin and punishment are two different things. They're related, but like right. the idea that you're born in sin, yes, and that you live in sin, and that like your life is trying to like redeem that. That's like yeah. what your existence is. But I was, I was like tying it more explicitly just like to like some kind of family or oh some, yeah, that, like a lineage, ongoing, like a cursed a, a lineage. lineage. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Like if some family did something, or like yeah. this is inherited. Inherited. Yeah, that's that's that that is something you'd see as an Old Testament concept, but it yeah. doesn't necessarily track as something that's real. I mean, a lot of that gets okay. absolved in the New Testament and resolved. Yeah, and there's like, like modern it, incarnations of that to some degree, obviously. Yeah, I mean, like there's a lot of hubristic behavior that characters in the old testament engage in that they don't necessarily have to pay the price for other than the suffering of grief because like there's people around them who get harmed by it you know they get fucked up Mm -hmm. i don't know like read the old testament read the torah you know read read that stuff I, i i i sort of i mean in as much as i've read any religious tract my opinion has always been people should just read more religious tracks more religious well if you're gonna have like a really hard stance about it especially it's like i think very few people should have have a hard stance yeah yeah it's illuminating especially like the 
like it's like it's kind of like you know, like a Harold Bloomy point or something like what Western canon or mm-hmm. like, you know but, yeah. but but it is like it helps elucidate like what's happening currently still just in terms of like the re uh rehashing of certain kinds of like archetypical tropes almost mm-hmm. or just like totally, this yeah. is like you get like the references almost in in a weird way so mm-hmm. because it's like inner contextual historical thing, yeah it's you know, like it's so like the, deeply embedded in right. our culture it's I, really like, i've probably spent about as much time reading the quran as i have the old testament because i like eastern literature mm. and i like the quran mm. and i think people should read those things i'm not muslim i don't belong to that faith and i don't have anything against people who do but it's something that i think is is worthy of reading I, you can't hurt yourself by reading more of this sort of stuff you know like it, it it's not yeah, I had these kids show up the other day at my front door. They knocked on the door, and thankfully my cat helped me out in this one, Meatball. But uh, they were like, we're just Christians going around making sure if you, you know, have the word. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I'm Catholic. I used to teach Sunday school. Like, And they're like, oh, well, would you, and they did the question thing. It's like, would you know if you're going to heaven or hell? And I was like, I don't know. You, you don't know either. Nobody knows. <laughs> Quit making decisions about God. Come on, get out of here. You little scamps. And these yeah. kids are what, like eight or something? No, or? they were like probably like in their twenties. Dude, like, like before when I say kids, <laughs> like when I said kid. Okay, okay. This stop is fucking a, doing this to me, you fucking dick. This, well, I, I'm we not talking about the Sandlot. Here. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Shit. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. All right, so there's a different framework. Cut his fucking mic. So it was kids. a guy and two girls, and the guy kind of like it, I was cracking up inside because the guy, the kid, looked like the do-gooder kid. Not Stuart, but the do-gooder, like, uh, Christian friends kid from, like, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. He had, like, a square head. And he was very American-looking. Kids digging for it. Yeah. Just let it let it go. Let it go. All right. He's looking kids for the picture. I watched this, this film there called, it was a Christian film, yeah. called The Buttercream Gang. Yeah. So yeah, he's okay. the head of the and Buttercream it, Gang. He was the head of the Buttercream Gang. Just like you described, a guy, a guy with, you know, his white... Uh, or not white, but uh, uh, jean shorts, you know, rolled up, just yeah, a yeah, belt yeah, tucked yeah, yeah, yeah. in shirt, you know. This kid looks just like, like a, a small man, you know. He looks like a young Ted Haggard. Right. Look it up. <laughs> anyway, so, and he was just hitting me with this, and, and he was like, you know, you, you, and he was trying to, like, question me, you know, like that stupid thing where it's like, a question. It's like, dude. A query. Th- yeah, this is not how you proselytize. Yep, that's it. Yeah, the buttercream kid. Actually, no, those are more wholesome. But anyway, so similar. Kit has the buttercream. Let's not get off track. Again. This is sorry, this sorry. is a, this is an audio thing, not a Listening, visual yeah, thing. I know that's why. Okay, all right. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, for those of you listening, I almost I was I was threatening to strike Shay, which I will repent for tomorrow. So a person had a query. Yeah, a query, and so he's just asking questions, which I'm just asking questions is like the asshole move in the Western canon, and and anyway, so my cat saved me by running out into the front yard towards the road. My cat is eight months old. And you went, oh, no. And I was like, bitch, you know you're not allowed out here. <laughs> and I was like, uh-uh. So I dadded up. And I was nice. like, excuse me, kids. And yeah. I ran past them nice. and fucking grabbed my kitty, who was, for her credit, pretty freaked out. Like, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be here. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, you're not. We live next to a semi-busy road, and I don't want you getting hit, my precious darling. Yeah. And so I pulled her back inside and hurled her into the house. <laughs> and they were like... Like a football. Uh, and the girls who were with this guy were like totally understanding, but this dude wanted to like ask me more questions. Continue, yeah. 
And I was just like, I got to go. But hey, look, we've been keeping the flame for 2,000 years. So maybe just fucking dip into that. But he's like, because he was like, oh, it's a good thing that God left us the books. LDS guy? What is that? I was thinking it was Jehovah's Witness. But but he was like, good thing God left us these books. And I was like, yeah, you know, you might want to look into the fucking Council of Nicaea for like the origin of that. (laughs) And the Nicaean Creed, which we say every Sunday. Anyway, moving on, Mm -hmm. 2,000 years later, I don't need to fucking hear this shit. My cat's trying to fucking turn into roadkill. (laughs) And so I was just like, I go to mass, motherfucker. (laughs) I mean, that's my proselytizing. It's like, go figure it out for yourself, kid. Like, fucking, you know, don't. I mean, a lot of, like, Jehovah's Witnesses or even, like, like Mormon families have that kind of, like, you have to do two years of going door to door. Obligatory. Kind of, like, Mm -hmm. missionary work, they call it. But it's really just going door to door in suburban neighborhoods. Right, right. You know, they don't know, really. It's just a rite of passage, you know. Essentially, yeah. But. I remember one time. Which is what I, makes it more culty than Christian, in my opinion. It's super culty. Oh, it's super cool. I mean, but yeah, it's, again. Like, to whatever degree you want to see Catholicism is culty if you're, like, an atheist kind of person. But, like, but, I mean, yeah. it's less so than that, right? There's isn't, like, a, a kind of, like, I don't know. There's, like, it's, like, a weird social initiatory kind of thing. Yeah. In a weird kind of way where it's, like, so, uh, it's not, like, within the church, like, Catholicism, like it's like also happens within the church, right? Mm-hmm. Like your initiations and your it's processes. These other but it's like you got to go out into like yeah, the suburban sprawl like in the neighborhood where people don't give a fuck about yeah. it, and they, like, they expect the... it, and it's like the whole like it's self defeating. So yeah. it's just kind of like what is that? What's this? It's like instead of knocking that... on doors, go wash some fucking homeless guys' feet. We got plenty in our right. Right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, could do like, something do so much better too. Yeah, do some actual. Let's see you wash. I remember one time, but trying to save a soul. I or I was just gonna say like the atheistic kind of like um cultism is i think more an ideology rather than a practice and so it's like a, are you saying like atheism as being culty yeah mm-hmm. or even just like you know any kind of anti-faith kind sure, of like sure, cult sure. is more ideological rather than you know associated with practice whereas a lot of mm-hmm. like more religious kind of culty tendencies are associated with practice like ritual trying to or something yeah yeah or spend the two years trying to like convert random people or something right. rather than doing something that's actually supporting the religion like the or the tenets of the religion a- there's a whole like... thing called the book of acts just go do the acts that you're supposed to do to people mm-hmm. and the book of acts is like fairly radical and socialist you know it's where we get the whole thing of just like selling your shit and going and helping other people out, and you know, to uh-huh. those who need it the most, they get it. And those so the guy in the least... Burkham game, guys. Yeah. yeah, well, good for them. I want to see that. We should show <laughs> it. But I, I remember like the 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 JWs, the JWs, the fucking uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. They turned me off <laughs> early. J- Jeho- Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> yeah, because when I was a teenager, Minus I used to. I, I, used to J- I used to talk to them when I was a kid, <laughs> still living with my parents before my mom <laughs> passed away, and like. So if they came to the door, I'd just talk to them because I had a lot of free time because I tested out of high school. And my dad always thought it was weird. But I remember one time, one of them was like, my dog came out and barked at him. And this older lady was like, wicked animal. I was like, bitch, you're out of here. Like, you just lost this audience. <laughs> wicked animal? Yeah, yeah. Just like, and oh she was just God. like taken aback. I was like, it's a dog, you fucking cunt. Get the fuck out of here. Like, that's not my religion. You just lost an adherent. You just lost a possible fucking convert. And I remember one time uh, I had a chat with them and I was house sitting for my buddy and their parents while they were out of town. So I literally had to run through the back pasture across through a forest and then into their yard. And so to go like feed the cat, you know? And so like the J-dubs came and I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm Jewish. So I'm not interested because <laughs> I just fuck with them at that point. And then I run all the way over there, blah, 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 blah. 
And I'm like hanging out with a cat, feeding him, getting my friends on vacation. I'm watching like a horror movie or a sci-fi movie, and there's a knock on the door. And they, uh, it's the same people in the other, who had seen me at my other house. And I opened the door. I was like, I'm a Satanist, not interested. <laughs> and they're like, I thought you said you were Jewish. I was all, in this house, I'm satanic. And I just closed the door, and it was just like, that must have done something for their day. I don't know. Like they saw that dude twice. You know, it would have been know. way more entertaining than that. That was probably the most entertaining day that they had doing that whole fucking bullshit yeah. kind of ritual. And yeah, you wonder. People. You wonder. No, and it, but they must like not have fun doing it either. No, exactly. Yeah. Like I thought. I mean, like it's like it's like more like humiliating. It's like a humiliation ritual. Yeah. Because it's like again, like it's, it's so futile. So it's kind of like why even put them through that? It's like you got to wear your suit. You got to like do the whole thing. It's like a very rote kind of like way of doing some kind of initiation. Which is, is totally in keeping with aspects of the humiliation. I mean, it's the way you choose to um, discern it. It's the way you choose to interpret it. Yeah. But like there's all kinds of people who, who would look at it and be like, oh, when, when Jesus washed the feet of so-and-so, that means that he was humiliating himself. Well, no, maybe he was just alleviating someone's misery, which is what well, the whole yeah. fucking point is, right? <laughs> No, that's way more. That's way more giving. That's what I mean. Like, but like, just putting your kid in a suit and like make him walk around just in the hot door sun in Arizona or whatever. Yeah, go to door to door to suburban people like that are just going to basically close the door on his face. That's like it's it's kind of like humiliating for the kids. So if anything, like like you're saying, like for what that does for their day, they're kind of like mm-hmm. hopefully it's a window into another world where they're like, hmm, what the fuck's going on with this guy? Or like, or you know, I don't know. Or, or or maybe they're more threatened and they double down on their faith. But yeah. maybe so. But it's like my my final thing is always just like go help poor people. You fucking well-fed no, exactly. assholes. Yeah, like that whole thing. Go help people. Doing, it's just yeah. Do what Daniel Berrigan did. Get arrested yeah. at an anti-nuke campaign. Yeah, you know, like one of the reasons why I kind of love like the Catholic social justice movement from like Dorothy Day to like people like Daniel Berrigan and so forth. It's like at least they did it. They went out there and they went amongst the poor and they tried to make people's lives materially better. Does that mean the Catholic Church is a good institution? No, it's a massive institution that's full of cruelty and viciousness and evil and fucking uh, a, a native genocide and all kinds of like evil and, and horror. But like, you don't have to do that. You don't have to be a part of that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's like at its core, there's some beautiful values. That's an interesting that thing take from. about a lot of stuff, honestly. Like all the, almost all good things. Like, Dude, mm-hmm. Judas was at All the good last things supper. that go bad, there's always still the good part that like you don't have to participate in the bad or like it having gone sour or being corrupted. You know what you I mean? You literally like, don't. Mm-hmm. Judas was at the last supper, the same as fucking uh, St. <clears throat> right. Peter, who sure. was a total fuck up. Right. It's like it, the other apostles were there. Judas was also there. And after taking communion is when he did his evils, which makes the whole point of like, Denying communion to people because of their, uh, political <laughs> right. affiliation kind of ridiculous. Give As, it to them and let them go to hell if that's going to be the case. Right. You like, know. which is so, yeah, exactly. That's what makes that whole thing so stoking of a culture war. You know, like, it's it, just it, culture it, war it's, Trump shit. It's, yeah, it's just like, want to hang, hang over. They want to hang over this deep kind of like LARP or like kind of like background storyline, right? Of like the deep, uh, the, you know, the black pope versus the white pope kind of situation, right? Like this. Which is kind of like old Da Vinci kind of conspiracy. It's, it's dork ass fucking it's cosplay. It's like dork lore. It's yeah. dork ass cosplay. And then like yeah, the way that it gets played out in the the American version is being this like this really banal kind of like it's so much cheesier. rehash of you know abortion yeah. issues and like. <laughs> well, and it's just like funny. Like I was just looking at the um, like the statistics where it's like in 2020 it was like 50 percent 
of the Catholic Church or like people that associated with like Catholicism. Catholics. Yeah, not Catholic Church. I misspoke. Lay but, people. You know, yeah, lay people um, that associated with Catholicism in the U.S. It was like a 50-50 split between like Biden and Trump where it's like there's an obvious kind of moral choice that you're making, even if it is just performative. Like with Biden, it's like obviously just a facade, like is kind of, you know, whatever he laid out in his plan that seemed kind of like... Yeah, I wanted the really... secular Jewish guy. Fuck Biden. I don't care No, no, totally, yeah. But, I mean, between the two of them, it's just I don't kind want of the Catholic like... guy either, so who cares? Yeah, but between the two of them, it's kind of interesting that it was still, like, divided, I think, on the line of abortion, I would imagine. Yeah, that was a know? big one. That was a big yeah. one, which, by the way, has only been, like, uh, in terms of, like, what's in the catechism, has only been, like, an official stance since, like, after the Civil War. Uh-huh. Like it's, I don't even want to get into it. I, I, right, I don't right. want to talk about this. Right no, now. yeah, I don't really want to feel into it. Either, and and as just... a man, also, I just right. feel like it's not kind of my place to talk about things like rape and abortion. And and I don't want to get into that. It's just not. But what I do want to say is like it's really funny seeing these sort of like Dan Brown esque like theatrics played out, right. like Da Vinci Code, by people like C.C. Pecknold, which is a dumbass name and I mean, Adrian Vermoyle and all these C. dorks C. like these American Catholic dorks and all of their like positions and it's just like it's so much funnier when it's on a landscape that's dominated by like McDonald's and fucking like Foot Locker right. and Walmart like it's like you're not even doing this like at least Dan Brown set like the Da Vinci Code right. in Europe in where Euro- it's like Rome, Notre Dame. It's right. like no, who, who's going to like minister to souls at the Dairy Queen? That like, <laughs> would actually be like a pretty funny kind of like yeah. satire of sorts, yeah, you totally. know, like there's like some kind of hardcore action rampage. It's I like, would read that for some sure. Some kind of like yeah, yeah like but set in some kind of like that, like a mis- <laughs> like a mystery, like un- unraveling all these like Freemasonic like riddles and rituals and buildings in but, America and like under some kind of weird like. If you could spend any amount of time. <laughs> Looking at our currency, looking oh, at our fucking country, looking at our landscape, looking at the genocide and evil that we've done, not think this this land is fucking, in the words of Bob Dylan, condemned, right. just damned. I don't know the fuck to tell you. Like, I don't know what to tell you. It's like, you, you want to, like, have some sort of, like, thing over abortion here. It's like, well, why not fucking, like, grind Biden over the fact that he supported the Iraq war or he put a generation of black people in jail or he made fucking, like, a bunch of economic policies that or even made like it so that the... people like us can't even fucking get ahead in the world and own a house. Yeah, or even, like, more Fuck recently, that, like, that, the, that, the that switch on, dead, like, I the, heard. the death penalty, too, that he did. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-huh. Just, like, a huge, yeah, like, the death penalty. It's just, like... Right. I mean, Gee, should we be a for or against the death penalty as Catholics? Let's let's wonder that as we look at the fucking like <laughs> twisted body on that fucking cross who's being like tortured to death. Should we be for that or against that? I wonder. Yeah. It's like if if there's any question in any of that or any equivocating, it's like you're just a fucking dickhead, so just move on. You're all assholes. It's a bunch <laughs> of assholes. It's a big house and it's got a lot of assholes in it. I can smell them. <laughs> it's kind of like that asshole that you probably had to smell when that stripper put her butt in your face. Yeah, that was a little nicer or, though. Or the off mic conversation when you guys were, were farting. Oh we're god, farting. I'm not gonna open up that. Some of the buttholes, there's, but... <laughs> there's a lot of farting happening over here, folks. No, I'll say this know, again. It, people talk about like hot boy summer. And... They talk about white boy summer. I'm telling you, the ultimate power move is wearing a pastel light colored or a pink short like myself. <laughs> And just going and drinking heavily. And shitting. No, all over no. Because it's like. Farting hard. 
No, it's like I trust myself. You go out with pastel pants and you come but you out said with never trust brown apart. pants. No, I said that that's what old people I, say. Well, that's okay. okay. Me, I'm sp- telling you this. I'm wearing pink shorts. I'm like Jean Claude Van Damme doing the splits. Yes, nice. I'm like I trust my Eye body. Kicking. I trust my body. Yeah. I'm not gonna shit my pants. You're not gonna see a smear on the back. I'll, you know how rich women like Carmela Soprano wear white pants. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing, nice. baby. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? That was like a thing in high school. White pants. If you're rich, rich, you can wear white. My uh, uh, my brother, who is you guys are wearing dark. But for for the record, I'm wearing pink tiny shorts. I'm wearing tiny shorts too, but they're blue. They're blue, dark navy blue, and Shay's got black, black which tells me that Shay is like does not trust his anus. (laughs) I don't. I never said that I do. I really don't. Speaking of trusting your anus, you were talking about your brother. He wears white all the time. He got um like a white pair of uh, Carhartt jeans and then like also seal. like a white shirt and a white jacket, a white Carhartt jacket, like one of those like kind of like thick duck ones. Nice. And he like sent me a picture and he's like, yeah, this is sick. And I'm like, you were literally never going to use those clothes for what they're Are you serious? You really for. did that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. He spent like hundreds of dollars. Holy on shit. Has he ever worked? A white, a whole he works white a lot. car. So I mean, like work, like physically. Yeah, that's fucking... yeah, I mean, you know, I knew it like food service yeah. stuff. But there was this dude that I met in like playing shows, or he played a show somewhere, and he was this weird fucking like junker. But he only wore white, like that kind of thing too. It wasn't probably Carhartt, but he like wore like a white beater. And, like, I think it was a vest and like short cut off jeans. Yeah. And there was white, but like it was like you could gauge his crust punkness right on just like how dirty it was, right? Yeah, that's a good move. And it was just like he was filthy. They were just like destro- like so dark and brown and just fucked up. And it was like I think that's the move. That's what your brother like needs to do. Yeah, if he's gonna wear that outfit because it's just like you got to go like and he can't be a poser. You can't go roll around in the dirt. <laughs> no, it's like it's like putting your like your skateboard along the on the rail, you know, or something. No, you I think got, like you gotta have his, embarrassing it, stains like catch up on your knees. No, but yeah. his, his concern is just it looks sick, which it does look sick. Like, right, I, he I looks wish like I fucking could. Diddy in like '97. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, he totally. looks like he should be in like a '90s like music yeah. video for sure, with like the big fish eye, like fucking. Mm-hmm. For years, as a carpenter and handyman, whatever, I've always enjoyed wearing painter's pants because they're lighter fabric. They're cool, yeah, and mm-hmm. they're comfortable, right? Yeah, and they're white, but it's like, yeah, they get filthy, and they're people... gonna get dirty anyway. But I mean, it's that's fine, a whole like, idea. All of my clothes but, get dirty. I mean, the well, the original idea behind like painters was um, painters that were involved in the union would wear like white clothes but then it turned into like what you're saying is like it's going to get fucked up specifically anyway. as yeah. a designation just to show them apart I can buy a pair of pants yeah. at the Ace Hardware for 20 bucks yeah you know like yeah. 15 bucks I bought a, a, a onesie that was made out of like recycled denim at the Ace for like 20 bucks and, and you know it's comfortable you've seen me wearing it I, it's comfortable um, Catherine's always giving me shit where she'll say things like, uh, oh, I mean, in a good way, but she'll be like, if I'm wearing clothes that aren't stained or like fucked up, she'll be like, you look like a new man. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just wearing nicer clothes. She's <laughs> like, yeah. That's what I tried to do when I moved to LA. I was like, I really like, for a, mom- a minute, I was like trying to like, man, I gotta like change my clothing and stuff. Yeah. Cause all my stuff's dirty and like, just like, can't You're like clothing. reinventing yourself in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but then I realized that, well, one, it's like cool to be dirty in some weird way, but like kind of like in an off way, not fully dirty. Mm-hmm. So the whole like white sneaker thing down there, I know, especially like when young young kids, yeah, wear white sneakers and do the same kind of thing where it's like they're dirty as fuck, but like 
they intentionally bark they they're things. meant to get kind of like dirty and fucked up right so, yeah. so they, they look like they don't care it's like a whole like zoomer thing but and i was like oh but then yeah, i realized like, the, but then that's where the whole carhartt like meme even comes from like like kind of your brother or something it's like these people who buy carhartt like are never going to use carhartt they don't know yeah like, weird like yeah, yeah, I was living up here yeah. when I first moved up here. My friend was like, yeah, it's like, it's humble Gucci. That's what he said. And I said that yeah. to like my friends in the Bay, and they're like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like Gucci down here. It's just like That's everyone loves No, but like at least people in Humboldt like work on like fucking grow. Yeah, you kind of need it. That's yeah. all, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like in the Bay, it's just like it's a, you want to look like a part of the crew. I mean, it seems like kind of there's like, it is like the main like outfitter, right? Like. It's like yeah. I do, I do, I do, like the idea, I mean, it's old easy. school idea of like outfitters of like a, like a thing. It's like you, oh, you have, you do an industry, an industry job, so to speak. There's like one supplier or manufacturer probably for that thing, yeah. and they make like a few things. And like, so Carhartt is obviously like jaking over the market, you yeah. know, in a large way. But like all my my crust punk friends when I was a kid, I do it again. Yeah. Um, I'm doing it. How again. old? How old were you when you were a kid? <laughs> when I was a 25 year old. Uh, yeah. I, when I had pubic hair, but wasn't quite, you know. It, together in my head all right yeah, but anyway right, so um they all were like black car hearts and i would like laugh at them i'd be like hey, you fucking idiots and be like whoa, whoa, whoa. it was like an addict you know it's like they never worked in those black car hearts but like th- the joke in my mind was like dude if you have to work on a construction site wearing black sucks yeah. like the fucking sun just like beats into it you're fucking sweating yeah. your balls are like <laughs> disengaging from each other and sliding down your legs because of the heat it's like get like the tan or the white ones yeah. or even even the blue like you know jean ones or whatever but like do not wear black unless like you absolutely have to and it's like you know the dead of winter the summer cold yeah right it's like this is a a terrible thing to be putting on yourself or something. Yeah. And, yeah. it was just like, for like a week guys, yeah it's like you just you want to cultivate like nut kombucha or something yeah. <laughs> yeah. you want your testicles to like create, but it's this weird yeah. kind of like pseudo like working class kind of oh, totally, like yeah. pseudo, uh, aesthetic pseudo, yeah. and it's just you know it it's weird that it pervades like even like not just up here which kind of makes sense you know because i mean car as a thing is so like yeah, it's for some Eric's side. There, there but was then only... even going down into like San Francisco where it's like, yeah, let's get like some nice ass Carhartt shit. It's like, it's just so weird. I mean, Carhartt like, themselves like started to realize that, I think, so at some point. So yeah. They're, they're, they're like, oh, yeah. people are, are yeah. like, uh, well, so yeah, they like, yeah. became more fashionable yeah. intentionally. Like, again, like, I feel like it's like <laughs> cornered the market in like, you know, big way or whatever. Mm. What, however, you know, it's like how chick- know who the, the, the Chickamasa bonsai scissor people. Who the realized. fuck is Carhartt? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's but sure. uh, one of the only one of the only times I saw one of my crust punk friends wearing black Carhartt that made sense was this dude who has been dead now for like fifteen years or more, probably more, probably like eighteen years of a heroin overdose, um, and he was just married to the lifestyle, mm-hmm. and one time. We were all hanging out in a park, and you know those like really hot kind of metal benches with like the green metal mm-hmm. or whatever. And he was sitting on one of those, and he was like super gross and hungover. <laughs> we were in, like our early twenties. Like this was when my body still worked at its like peak. peak performance. And so I was like, I hadn't seen someone in like any sort of level of so like degeneration. Hot. No, I'm saying my insides were functional. <laughs> okay. So Whereas this guy, who was like maybe two or three years older than me, his were not. And uh-huh. so he had those black Carhartts on. And he slid them down while we we're just hanging out, talking at the park, mm. doing like just a regular conversation, slid them down, like leaned over to the side off the <laughs> off the bench 
and just sprayed diarrhea onto the wow. cement, right? Like, by the way, without Wait, like, so this is him. <laughs> let me finish. Without like, without like making a point of saying anything or like getting into any conversation about it, just sort of like it was like it wasn't even like an accentuation of what he was saying. He was just like, oh yeah, well you know we, we could go do this. And it was and just it something out. he had to do. And then he just yeah. slit like a sea lion would, like a sea lion on the docks at the bay <laughs> would do. And then he just slid his pants back up. What? No ivory. Slide slid over and like sat down again. And I remember looking at him just being like, what the fuck, man? Oh, my God. And he was just like, I'm not feeling too good today. And But the thing is, like, <laughs> he had the black pants, right? And so, like, there so was no indication that he, he had done that. Off. Okay. It he was just like, all right, he just sprayed diarrhea. Yeah. So that was the one time that you saw Carhartt black That's what we were talking about initially. That's what I'm trying to say. Your pants. That's yeah. the yeah. only time that you've now, seen yeah. it um, kind of we're... implemented usefully. So if you guys know that about me, then you know what a fucking flex it is to be seeing me wearing pink shorts right now. In, in the podcast, you always be like, yeah, I'm not shitting my pants because I have seen a man shit his pants. <laughs> Uh, and, and he was wearing black pants, Jay. So yeah, oh. ergo, ergo, you are pants. the guilty You're one. The, pants the one here is cowardice. Uh, they figured it out. I've been shooting my pants the they, entire yeah. episode. I feel oh, like Jesus. I should write a, a ever. Uh, is it everlast? Sorry, uh, Whitey Ford. I should write Let's an see. everlast. Whitey Ford sings the blues type song. Like, have you ever seen a man shit his pants <laughs> when he's wearing black? Yeah, <laughs> some <laughs> dumb <laughs> shit like that. That's, I think that's actually pretty good. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So I've seen it, and that's if you see me wearing pink, you know I'm fucking flexing on you, idiots. I got this shit, baby. Nice. Well, Hell if yeah. uh, you guys got that um, the smellometer um, little handout that we sent out to all the Patreon su- subscribers, yeah. Uh, yeah, have you guys got that? Oh, we should. <laughs> you would smell what's going on right now in the room, but they figured it out. It's my shit. On that note, we should probably wrap the show email again. Now that we're in the um. I guess like dying in a Paris bathtub Jim Morrison stage at this fucking podcast. <laughs> um the Rod R O D C M show S H O W at Gmail dot com. Send us some letters. We've gotten some threatening ones. I want to see some ones that are kinda like fun. Give us some shit to work with. Come on. Threatening ones, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, from the earth, from the the, the former. Okay, yeah, those ones. Host, right. We went yeah. through those already. Yeah, we, we went through those. The former host is trying to kill one of us, and it's getting kind of scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My money's on Shay. He's a pretty big target. Yeah, I'm a little scared. You you're also just be. like you, you're kind of careless in the way you kind of conduct your life. Yeah, it's so it's really kinda, I feel just, like you're just like you're getting followed and like it's, yeah, like, like, thinking about you it. know. I now that yeah, w- when I start to think about it, I'm like, oh, there's been a lot of VW bugs. They all look blue, and it's kind of you know, I don't. There's a lot going on. That, you yeah. know how many times I dry clicked a revolver at this guy, and he doesn't even know I'm near him. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I got a lot going on. I just I don't really have a lot of time to think about what's um, going on around me at the time you know there's, yeah there's a lot of stuff going on up top up you see shade just make a little like sniper like he's, he's a numbers guy see if he notices. You know? i'm a numbers guy he's I, usually thinking about numbers i'm really just trying to think of the biggest number than i can <laughs> most of the he's time he's usually counting and it's like so if you interrupt him yeah. you're gonna fuck up his count i'm a numbers he's our beautiful guy. mind he's our beautiful mind <laughs> he is um so yeah uh if you have to murder somebody murder shade but before doing that could you please just send us an email uh, that isn't just a, a 
We've got enough. Yeah, do you have a question? Like as far as like, yeah, what's real? What's true? true yeah, false. Like a true exactly. false. Episode, we you know one of those. Isn't yeah, like, must yeah. Be like, Any kind of uh, is this real? Kind of. So yeah. let's query. say it again. It's the T H E Rod R O D all one word. The Rod C M Show C M S H O W at gmail.com hit us up we're also on twitter um we still have control of this twitter account we've lost two now (laughs) two (laughs) yeah oh man yeah i don't want to get into it but this this one we actually have control of still um it's a a dark thing going on some revenge you know we've had some shithead that's what happens when these podcasts like go long or when you (laughs) get one on like kind of at like a boatyard basically i'm just thinking of the other podcast hosts that there's some beef with that. Yeah. There's a lot of whatever. Well, first of all, this isn't even a podcast anymore. It's, it's, it's worth remembering that we have bought oh, a I syndicated. Oh, I forgot. This is a we spent the money to bought. Yeah, we bought a syndicated sports and sport fishing show. Yeah, there's a lot to yeah. There's yeah. a lot to yeah. um, deal with with that kind of deal that happens. Yeah, okay. we're all wearing we're wearing three different hats, but we got four, and so we're like having like trading. Who's going to wear the fourth hat? And you know what, Kit, like my grandfather always said, there's no skin on that cat. And like my grandfather always said, I'm the only one wearing the pink shorts because you guys are cowards. (laughs) (laughs) Now y'all messing with the son of a bitch. (laughs) Thank you.